When my son started back at daycare in September, I was freaking out. There's obviously a pandemic happening, so that in itself is anxiety-provoking. But honestly, I was also just as worried about the over-sanitization that would be happening within the school and the cleaning products that they were using. In today's episode, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to detox your cleaning supplies. Hello, I am your host, Shannon Lore, and I'm an entrepreneur, mother, and consumer who thinks a lot about what I buy, especially when it comes to home, food, and beauty. I truly believe that taking charge of the toxins and pollutants in our own families is a huge step in changing the world. With many episodes under 10 minutes, I'll offer quick tips towards healthier, more sustainable living without overwhelm or shame. This is the Clean Living Podcast. I know this is going to sound crazy to some of you because obviously it's important to stop the spread of germs, especially during this time, but it was the potential use of bleach, Clorox, and traditional cleaners that were just as scary to me. Because here's the thing, most of the most popular cleaning products contain ingredients that have been shown to cause cancer, allergic reactions, asthma, organ system toxicity, endocrine disruption, and other very scary health risks. Unfortunately, there is also a lot of greenwashing happening in this industry. So even the so-called quote-unquote natural brands have these ingredients in them, or at least some of these ingredients. There is actually a study that I'll link to in the show notes that found that ongoing use of traditional household cleaners can have the same effect on women's lungs as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day which is just insane and infuriating, and especially concerning for women who make their living as cleaning professionals. So most of us assume cleaning products are safe since their only job is to be clean. But the fact is, many popular household cleaners are dangerously toxic. I won't go through a list of all of the toxic chemicals in traditional cleaners, because that's honestly something that you could just Google. But I am going to tell you the cleaning products I use, and then I'm going to share some of the cleaning products to make sure you stay away from. The great thing about non-toxic cleaning is that it's one of those things that doesn't have to cost more. An 8-ounce box of baking soda costs less than $4. A bottle of distilled vinegar costs less than $2. And a lemon costs less than a buck. Simply combining those ingredients will create a great non-toxic cleaner. My best friend uses the Clean Mama blog to create all of her own cleaning supplies, which always leaves me feeling very envious. She has like all of these little cute spray bottles and labels perfectly on everything. And unfortunately, I'm just not as great of a DIYer as she is. So if you're like me and you resort to buying your household cleaners, then here are the brands that I personally use and can recommend. The first one is Branch Basics. So if you've ever used like Dr. Bonner's um, as a concentrate, it's very similar to that. It's something that you dilute and it just lasts a really, really long time. BioClean is another one that is more of a spot remover, but I think they have a bunch of different products. We actually got a bottle of BioClean as a baby gift from my husband's cousins, which I thought was very clever and smart because 
it's eco, you know, it's uh, non-toxic, so it's safe for the baby, but you're also always, you know, surrounded by spit up. So BioClean, um, we still have that same bottle two and a half years later. It just lasts such a long time and is so great. Another cheap and great alternative to bleach is actually hydrogen peroxide. So back to the situation with my son's daycare, I ended up just donating a bottle of Branch Basics and a bottle of hydrogen peroxide. And, you know, I'll just continue to donate those supplies when they run out or if they don't want to purchase on their own. But again, it's just not that expensive or not that much more expensive than your traditional cleaners. And they just last such a long time. And just one more note on Branch Basics. If you are interested in checking out um, the starter kit, I'm giving one away for free on Instagram to celebrate the launch of the podcast. So if you go over to my Instagram at factory45co, then you can see more of the details about how to win the Branch Basic Starter Pack as well as some other prizes. There's never any pressure to take my product recommendations. But the next time you're shopping for cleaning supplies, there are a few things just to take note of that you'll want to avoid. I'm going to link to the Environmental Working Group's resource for ingredients and things to avoid in the show notes so that you can go back and reference them. It's at cleanlivingpodcast.com slash cleaning. Before I close out this episode, I will also just say this. Think of the cleaning brands like Method, Mrs. Myers. Simple Green. They're sold in Whole Foods, so we assume that they're non-toxic cleaners, right? Unfortunately, that's just not the case. Mrs. Meyer's cleaning products are owned by S.C. Johnson and include six ingredients rated by the EWG with a C or D rating. Method contains fragrances, colorants, and surfactants that are toxic. Simple Green has the word green in its name, and yet it contains chemicals that are banned in Europe. That's all to say we can't always trust labels or brands to have our best interest at heart, and so we're forced to do the research on our own or get recommendations from someone we trust. So in this segment of This for That, if you're using conventional cleaning supplies, you know, Dawn, Windex, Mr. Clean, or even so-called natural cleaners, but you haven't thoroughly researched them, My best recommendation is to try some of the options I've linked to in the show notes at cleanlivingpodcast.com slash cleaning. Branch Basics is on there as well as a discount code for the Clean Mama. And I've also included a black woman-owned business that makes a great plant-based all-purpose cleaner. And as a closing thought, when I talk about creating a movement with this podcast, which if you're on my email list, you've heard me say that. Um, I think this episode in particular is an example of what that could mean. That movement could be as simple as also asking questions about the cleaning supplies your school is using. What if there wasn't just one parent asking and suggesting non-toxic alternatives, but five parents or ten parents? So if you feel encouraged to bring it up to your teachers, I know, as if they don't have enough to worry about right now, but I'm going to just link to a resource that helps you talk to your school about switching their cleaning supplies. It's in the show notes at cleanlivingpodcast.com slash cleaning. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Clean Living Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lore. 
If you learned something today and can leave a positive review, it will not only make my day, but it will help more people find out about the podcast. Here's to creating a cleaner, more sustainable world for all of us.